So the, the technology is might maybe there just because we don't have it here on Earth doesn't mean that there isn't a way to to uh, travel vast distances. It may be as easy as I don't know. Think of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I don't know. Who knows? Right. Who knows? I like. There was another movie. I forget what it was, but it was with Kevin Spacey, and he was an alien that had inhabited the body of a of a basically a man who was comatose and in in a uh, in a retirement home of some sort and yeah so it was very interesting but when asked how in the world you could be an alien and have traveled vast distances across he says you have no idea you humans have no idea how much power there is in one ray of light there's nothing that says that we don't know how much just absolute uh, um, power there is around us to travel vast distances or how easy it may be. And we can get into some other day about portals on on Earth. Yeah. And anyway, so the point being is that it's ignorant to say that there's no way to travel vast distances. So I think that that counter-argument is kind of nullified. It's just we don't have the information yet. We don't have the technology yet. It doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So, um, yeah. Another counter-argument is Occam's Razor. I love... This is the this has been hijacked by skeptics. Um, it's the laziest way of thinking that I've come across. That if... Uh, that basically the easiest explanation for something is typically the right one. I enjoy the pragmatic and practical nature of that statement. But this is way too um, fanciful... This is way too lively of a, of a planet and an existence to simply say because I haven't seen it or because there is an easier explanation, that's probably the right one. That We're not Sherlock Holmes, right? When you, what's he say? When, when you do away with um, the, the impossible, the improbable, however unlikely, must be the answer. <laughs> now, I like that. Yeah, I like that way of thinking when yeah. it comes to solving crimes. But when it comes to things we don't know, interstellar travel, things of that nature, I just don't think that it holds any water. Anyway, that's my that's my take on that. So what's your counter-argument to my counter-argument that uh, we don't see aliens, you haven't seen an alien, you can't prove to me that you have, therefore it's the, the easier way to explain what's going on here is you... And everyone else who says they've seen or experienced aliens are either lying or delusional. What's your what's your argument against that line you of thinking? Can't prove to me that you haven't seen an alien. That hey, so you're saying they could be in plain sight? We, maybe you have. Maybe your neighbor's an alien. You don't even know. It. Okay. And you're just like I've never seen one. They and then they would say very much have. <laughs> the counter argument to that would be saying that you're arguing from that's a fallacy. They would say says that you're arguing from ignorance. I could say the same about your argument. You could, you could, but uh, they would say, yeah, well, we experience things day to day that aren't that that aren't outside of the natural realm of things, and so until I have a reason to believe otherwise. I'm going to continue to believe what I see, touch, smell, and hear, and that's that's all I need to do. 
I, I guess I just kind of don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know what you know if what. You don't believe I'm just like that's your. That's point. an excellent. That's an excellent response to that because a lot of people want to lock you down into these endless arguments, and at some point you just know what you know or you believe what you believe. Yeah. And you know what you believe and no one else has your mind and your mindset and your experiences so they cannot truly and they can't truly argue against that so i like that response actually that's a (laughs) that's a great response i was like this i don't care what you be like a really long tiring argument that was a fantastic (laughs) that was a fantastic response right because you don't have you don't the burden of proof isn't on you if you are not trying to convince other people. Yeah. If you sit down and you try to convince somebody else, the burden proof is on you. But if you're like, listen, man, I know what I know. And, you know, if you don't understand or you don't care or you don't believe, that's right on. But I do based off of what I know and what I experienced. And so I don't care what you think or believe. That's, in my opinion, a brilliant, brilliant response. Yeah, no, honestly. To be brilliant. No, that's a great <laughs> like, response. Um, and and you'll have a lot less uh, stressful days doing that. <laughs> and I know that because I have in the past tried to uh, get people to believe things that I believe. And it's probably the most tiring endeavor I've ever, ever been on. I it's t- so tiring. So tiring. Um, uh, like you yeah. said, it's the skeptic, not skeptic, because I'm a skeptic. You're a skeptic, I'm but skeptic. in a different I'm sense. I'm skeptical, like I of. I of anything really. It's just like, okay, you said you saw this, and I, I know, like I need to hear your story here, whatever. I'm not just gonna be like you. You saw you saw a UFO. Oh, I believe you. Yeah. Like, no need for any other information. I'm not like that. Like I'm skeptical. Like I need information. I'm not just gonna take you face value. Everything you said, right. truth. Um in that way is what I meant gotcha. but I think just people who are skeptics like where they just capital don't believe S. anything yeah. capital S skeptics I believe it when I see it touch it, taste it, hear it and, that's when I believe and well, it Well, and even you have those who see it, touch it, taste it and they're just like no there's just something going on here I, I just don't believe it. And you're like, mm-hmm. you don't get any more proof than what you just got. Got you. So, you know, these people who let me, just don't believe. Let I me try to. such lazy, such lazy. Um, thinking and reasoning. Yeah. Because right. it's so easy to just dismiss everything. Like, you build a case and take it to court and you try to present all your evidence. They're like, no. Just dismiss everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. Did you bring? Did you go build a case to dismiss all of this right, information? Right. No, you just said no because you didn't. I just think it's right. so lazy. No, th- that's great. So skeptics with a capital S, right? Uh, who take that term that ter- take that terminology upon themselves and and make part of their um, um, personality or not personality, but their persona about that. Yeah. Skeptics with a cap- capital S, in my opinion, um, have have their usefulness. Everybody, everybody, if you look for it. And in the right situation as a yeah. usefulness. But professional skeptics, in my opinion, ha- are lazy thinkers. Yeah. They're, they're lazy thinkers or I'm not going to I'm not going to go there with it. I was going to talk about how um, they're just not seeing what's right in front of them. And so they're deceived. I don't need to even go there. They're lazy thinkers. Right. So Occam razor, Occam's razor is is like um, uh, an endless 
credit card where you can just charge all of your disbeliefs on and you never have to pay up for them. It's uh, Occam's razor, really, which was not meant to be used in the way that it's used today when it comes to anything, science, religion, or anything like that. Um, it just it makes people think that they have uh, an endless credit card of disbelief that they can just charge everything to. And it's like, okay, well, why don't you prove it to me? At some point, you have to come to the point like you just did earlier where I don't care if you believe or not. Mm-hmm. And you just get out there to the people um, if this is your thing and if, if you like to kind of share what you know or whatever, you get out to the people who actually want to know, yeah, who have an interest in it. But trying to move somebody from a spot that they don't want to be moved from is tiring. Oh yeah. So in any case, um, yeah. So why try why why try to convince those people who don't want to leave? They have every right to live where they live based off of their experiences and their thought process, and that's none of my business really. So, putting them aside, putting putting lazy thinkers aside, and 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 speaking to and speaking about those people who actually do have an interest, who actually do would like to know if there is extraterrestrials that are here on on planet earth whatever form that takes um we can we can speak about them and their arguments which would be like i haven't experienced this i've listened to people who have said that they've experienced it but i'm still not convinced um at that point i think it just takes a continued it takes time a continued interest and you looking to see if this is true or not. I honestly don't know of a lot of people who take the time to look into it and hear other people's testimonies and then do the thought experiments. I I don't know of a lot of people who have done that, who come away saying, you know what, there's absolutely no way that extraterrestrials are here. You usually have um, not uh, uh, extraterrestrial atheists, but um, agnostics. Who are like, I can't say yes, I can't say no. I'm still on the fence. You know, I, I, I can't say no to it. But I'm not convinced yet. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, a great place to be in. Yeah, because at least you're still open to hearing evidence. Absolutely. And sometimes that's the safe zone for people. Mm-hmm. It scares a lot of people to think that we're not the only being in existence. Why do you think that is? Why? Why? I think it's because of the way that it's been built in our minds through uh, Hollywood. It, they, they make it such like almost a religious type of thing um, that that people are like they, they click into this different kind of mode of thinking when they think of extraterrestrials. Why isn't it just like, hey, I, I've never been to Canada. I visit Canada. The Canadians aren't afraid of me. You know what I mean? Granted, we're talking about a different actual, not a different race, you know, not a human. Yeah. Um, but I'm saying if if like a different looking human being visited or I'm sorry, different looking being visited Earth, why would we be so afraid of it? What is there? Well, I think the fright would come from the fact that they have the ability to travel to our planet and we don't. So we they, think they're they technologically techno- advanced. Yeah, exactly. So this clicks us right into military thinking. Right away, I guess. I, I, survival thinking. Got you. I mean, they're they're clearly a step ahead of us. Okay. Well, uh, more than a step. I think that's a good analysis. My, that would be my guess. I, I mean, 
I mean, that exists within our planet, within humans, you know, like, people are very tribal. They don't want outsiders in. Yeah. And that's just within our own planet and our own, you know, human race. So to bring something completely foreign frightens a lot of people. I can't say, I I don't want to come across an alien. You don't? No. Really? No. Why? <laughs> Their technologies ahead of ours. They could abduct you or something, do something Got for you, you, and you can't. Who are you going to call? No one. Got you. You're you're at their mercy. That's a fair response. Now I have zero desire, really, to to come across a non-terrestrial. I I, I don't. I don't know why, but I I, I don't really care zero. to. I th- I guess because I I've I've got life to live and I have bills to pay. <laughs> And so that's not, but I like, I like thinking that we're not the only ones out there. Yeah. Now I'm also a person who believes in, uh, the, the, the Christian story and all that goes along with that, which is angels and demons and the whole nine being real actual beings that Mm -hmm. are there and they're there somewhere, you know? So that, that being said, um, I, I, don't have any real desire to come across anything that is what we would consider a you know religious based what we understand in our mind to be like kind of something religiously based extraterrestrial like an angel or a demon i i wouldn't i don't mind coming across an angel mm-hmm. definitely don't want to come across a demon for sure <laughs> for sure and you know a lot of people i think too um a lot of people think that aliens are demonic beings okay and i don't believe that at there all. is a mind there is a there is a line of thought out there that that's the case isn't there yeah look there's that blinking it's right back there again see it are you watching it up there yeah that to me looks like a plane Yeah, that's definitely a plane. It's at the evo- evo- uh, elevation and everything. Well, it's not doing what the other one did, what, where it just sh- lit up. Yeah, that looks different. Off. It's moving, too. It's moving, and I, I can see it has two colors on it. Yeah. It's amazing that your eyes can pick that up from here, isn't it? Our, oh, eyes, yeah, our eyes are pretty neat. The way neat. God built this, it's just mind-blowing okay now let's let's do that let's go let's go right off of that that uh that comment so if we're talking about extraterrestrials we've already spoken about those extraterrestrials that may be in our galaxy or even in in another galaxy that can travel here some way in some way shape or form but what, what do we think about we've talked about angels demons but if you believe in god Almost everyone who believes in God believes that there's more than just God. What do you mean? Which we call angels and demons. And oh. some people even believe there's other things like jinns and like genies and that's part of religious um, thought, the, the religious thought process as well. So those would qualify as extraterrestrials, yeah? Yeah, extra. Yeah. Yeah. Non-terrestrials. Yeah. Non-humans. Yeah. A different makeup than us. Would you call? See, I think there are an alien species that lives on Earth. 
in our planet. In and our what's planet. that? An alien species that lives in our planet. So what's what species? I don't species? know if they're necessarily from another planet and now inhabit Earth, mm. or if they've been here, or maybe they've always been here. So would, what would you call them then, since they're not extra? Let's say that they're uh, non-human terrestrials. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Non-human terrestrials. And so you're talking about, I think you're getting at um, the stuff around the hollow earth theory. Or at least that... I don't... I wouldn't go as far as saying a hollow earth theory. But the hollow earth theory uh, relays that there are non-human terrestrials that live inside the planet. I can't speak to that because I don't know what the hollow earth theory is. But nonetheless, that there are... There's a non-human terrestrial... A being that lives civilization that is in, c- contained within the earth yeah. like literally location okay. in it under the surface yeah okay i've heard that before as well i'll have to study up on that i've heard i've heard quite a few stories on it i don't know any more than that really um i know that native american traditional um uh, stories talk about them coming out of the earth and not like growing out of it like in the genesis story where god took some dust and made man and then made woman from man i'm not talking about that i'm talking about the came out of the location of under the ground (laughs) of the earth so um and then they have a lot native americans have a lot of lore about there being giants that also came out of the earth so anyway i think that's a great a great place to put a pin in it um I hope we presented a good argument and a good counter-argument for the existence of non-terrestrials and the existence of non-human terrestrials on the planet or in the planet. Thank you for listening. Have a good night.